Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. May we ask everyone now to stand as we read from Psalm 119. So if you could begin combing through your phones, turn your, Bible, turn your Bibles into Psalm 119. This is the next six weeks will be a series on this whole psalm. Now you're probably wondering, oh boy, that's, this is a lot. Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in Scripture. It's actually, this chapter is actually longer than some books. And it is a love song. It's a love song. And you know what the topic is? It's a love song on the Word of God. So for the next six weeks, we will discover how, we will discover David's heart when he was writing this psalm and where he was coming from and the idea of being able to see the Word, embrace the Word, do things with the Word of God in our lives so that we will eventually be able to walk the talk. So we'll begin reading from Psalm 119. We'll begin with verse 1 to 8. Verses 1 to 8. It says here, Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in His ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous rules. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. Let's pray. Lord, the whole, Lord, this whole idea of loving your word, loving your word so much that it becomes a big part of who we are. It be, we become so immersed in the word and that eventually that word bears fruit in our walk. Lord, I'm praying that now for every family here. I'm praying that for the next six weeks, as we discover a greater love for your word, that individually you would spur us on, Lord. Create in us a desire. Lord, even now we pray, revive our hearts. Lord, to love your word, to receive your word, to walk in your word. Holy Spirit, thank you for your work in our lives, on each of these families. In Jesus' name, amen. Now go ahead and take your seats. By the way, I'm John. I serve as one of your pastors here in Victory Santa Rosa. And as usual, we're excited to, to be able to speak the word to all of us. You know, as we've talked about the whole idea of walking the talk, no? Today, we're specifically going to talk about the blessing of walking the talk. Now, that, that whole idea, as we, see it, as we see it in the first verses of the Psalm 119, when we saw that, the re- you, you know, you realize that, Lord, there is so much blessing in being able to walk in the law of the Lord. Now, the law of the Lord, it's not something immediately exciting, right? Wow! Bible! Wow! Rules to live by! Wow! Uh, you know, I, I really want to embrace that. that. That's not our usual uh, response. In fact, our usual response is this. Bible? Uh, you know, there's so much in there that I don't understand. And then there's a lot of things there that I read and then I really get so convicted about. And if you take a look at my life, it's not really reflective of that talk. I'm not able to really walk that talk. I mean, you look at my walk and you realize there are so many gaps in my life 
when it comes to where the Bible is, this is where the Bible is, no? When it comes to its rules, decrees, laws, instructions, testimonies, precepts, statutes. And this is where my walk is <laughs> compared to where the Bible is. Have you experienced that frustration also? And I say that, no, including me. I think all of us, no? All of us, when you take a look at what the scripture says, you know, you read it, sometimes you get convicted by it, but most of the time, most of the time, in relation to the word, you just feel condemnation. You just feel frustration. You just feel anxiety. You feel like, oh man, I, I feel the disconnect in my own life in relation to where the word of God is and where my actual walk is. Would there be a way to be able to somehow, you know, close the gap? Would there be a way to somehow be able to progress towards a greater walk of the talk? Would there be a way to be able to perceive the Bible in a different way? That it's no longer, it's no longer just standards and do's and don'ts. But then it becomes something so enlivening. Parang pag naisip mo yung Bible, whoa! You, you feel like it's life-giving, it's... Man, Lord, it's the highlight of my day. Lord, I want to know, I want to know you more. I want to know the Bible more. And I want to, yeah, I want to know you more. I want to know you more. There was a moment in my life, I think around uh, four or five years ago, that I think for almost two years, I just kept on reading every day Psalm 119. On top of my usual Bible reading, I would read a portion of eight verses. Now, if you're familiar with Psalm 119, it's an acrostic psalm. It's interesting because there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. All the way from Aleph, hanggang dulong-dulo. Makikita nyo, tao. And then as you look at all of that, you look at all of that, realize mo, whoa, 22 letters, 22 sets of 8 verses each. This particular poem was written with the first 8 verses, all beginning with the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And then the next set of 8 verses, all beginning, all of the lines, all beginning with the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and so on. Now, when this was written by the psalmist, mga paisip ka, ay, ibang klase ito, pinag-isipan ng gusto. I mean, it's like a masterpiece. It's a work of art. And the topic is the law. Remember, the law of their time would be the first five books. You know, it's also called the Torah. So you're talking about Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Could you write a love song about Leviticus? I mean, really? But then, Here's David writing it down and saying, Man, I love your law. It brings me so much life. It is, it is what livens up my day. It's something that excites me over, all over again. In fact, if you take a look at, ano, at uh, how David wrote it, you'd see these different words in Psalm 119 that's written for, you know, in relation to God's covenant revelation. I, I, let, let, me, let, let me put this out. No? So, David uses the word law. Testimonies, precepts, statutes, commandments, rules, word, and promise. All different facets of what the word of God is to him. It's almost like terms of endearment. Hmm, really? You have terms of endearment for a book of the law. It's like calling your wife, sweetheart, sweetie, sweetness, sweetie hearty, sweetie heartiness, darling, honey, uh, ch cherry pie, uh, uh, pop cupcake. Uh, and, and so on. You, 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 all of those different terms of endearment for just one person. Yeah, I know people like that. Well, kami po nilet, ang tawagan lang namin ay sweetheart, sweetie heart, tsaka sweetie heartiness. Uh, pasensya na, medyo baduy, no? Pero ganun naman talaga, di ba? Baduy naman talaga ang mga, ang, ang pagmamahal. Pero masaya, okay? 
But, but that's, that's where David was coming from when he was talking about this. I mean, do you, do you, ito palang, just looking at these eight different ways by which he would call the word, it would already give you an idea of his understanding. It's almost like looking at the word and falling in love with it all over again. It's like looking at the word and just, and just realizing, Lord, I really need this in my life. So I guess, you know, he would probably range from a place of desperation for the word. Lord, I really need your word to just utter delight in the word, realizing Lord, it's the highlight of my day. My wife and I have been married for 21 years now. We celebrated our anniversary last week. It was our 21st. And to kid you not, no? Kid you not. Until today, after 21 years, coming home to her is still the highlight of my day. Lord, parang saan ka makakahanap ng ganyan? Yon. So ang pwede lang sigurong pumantay doon or pwedeng mag-compete doon would not be your love for the word of God. Next, biglang i-compare ba sa pagmamahal sa asawa at sa pagmamahal sa word. So, do you understand where we're going in this whole series? This is not about giving you just another set of rules, uh, do's and don'ts to live by, causing you to be able to feel anxiety in relation to the word of God or condemnation in relation to it, but rather for this to begin to become a delight, something to look forward to, something that could be compared to a love relationship that you would fall in love with the word of God all over again. We're calling this the blessing of walking the talk. Let's begin once again with verse 1. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in His ways. Now, part of our objective when we preach here on Sundays is to be able to help you study the Word yourself. That's the real goal. It's not so much to impress you with Greek words, Hebrew words, and impress you with whatever it is that we know, the little that we know. But the goal is really to be able to stir up in you your own love and then give you a framework for interpreting Scripture. So let me give you one now. Ang Hebrew poetry po kakaiba. You know, our, our usual poetry or English poetry, you would rhyme with words. So for example, I walk to the bank you know, in order to fill my tank there. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, along those lines, that's English poetry. But Hebrew poetry, what they rhyme is content or thought. They, they repeat thoughts in different passages. In Psalm, in, in these verses 1 to 8, you'll actually see three thoughts repeated, three sets. You'll find it in verses 1 to 3, then in verses 4 to 6, and then in verses 7 to 8. So that's what we'll do this morning as we study, once again, the Word. So you're there, no? You look at that and you see the same words repeated. So when I say, Blessed are those whose way is blameless, you see that who walk in the law of the Lord, it says there, Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with their whole heart. That whole idea of blessed repeated in the next verse. So it immediately says, Ah, okay, so the, the, the thought, that's being repeated is that blessed is the person who walks in the law of the Lord and who walks in His ways. That word blessed is powerful. It's powerful. It usually means two things at least. The first thing that it says is to confer blessedness, to call you blessed. So for example, I talk to my son and I say, son, you are happy. That's what it literally means, happy. Son, you are happy. You are blessed. So you're actually conferring blessing. You're actually defining for him who he is. 
blessed. But that word blessed also means a straight way, a progressive way. Which means when I say, when it says, blessed is the man who walks in the law of the Lord, it means his way is straight and his way is progressive. It gets better and better. So it actually gives us two different meanings, which is some blessed is a point in time and blessed is also a journey. It's a point in time and it is a journey. And in order for us to begin to change in our perspective when it comes to the law of the Lord, we'd have to understand that first meaning. You are blessed. The blessing of God is conferred upon you. Therefore, you can walk in the law of the Lord. I'll say that again. Huh? You have been blessed. Therefore, you can walk in the law of the Lord. And then you will be all the more blessed as you continue to walk in the law of the Lord and walk in His ways. Did you catch that? Those two things? Why are we, how can we be blessed to begin with? You know, David has actually very contemporary insights when it comes to his understanding of who God is. Pag binasa niyo po yung mga Psalms, Makikita nyo ron yung mga moments that he would just say, Lord, blessed is the man who sin the Lord no longer counts against him. Oh, I went to God and I asked for his mercy. And then he would, in, in many ways, he would just come to God with so much faith, wanting to receive God's blessing, knowing that he does not deserve it. You'll notice that in the Psalms. That's actually a picture of grace. This is a picture of grace. That whole idea that blessed are you, Blessed are you already, therefore you can walk in the law of the Lord. In fact, that's a very New Testament perspective. How do we know that? How many of you here, you've already put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? Alright, I presume majority of us or all of us, then you're already blessed as it is. You are blessed. You have the righteousness of Christ. And therefore, since you already have the righteousness of Christ internally, therefore walk in the law of the Lord. Does that make sense? You're already righteous. Therefore, you can walk in the law of the Lord. Instead of looking at the Bible and immediately feeling the anxiety, in fact, feel the assurance. I already have Christ's righteousness. Therefore, I am equipped to walk in the law of the Lord. I can walk in the law of the Lord. I am empowered by the Holy Spirit to walk in the law of the Lord. If there is someone who can walk in the law of the Lord, it is you. You who have Christ's righteousness already. You who have the Holy Spirit's empowerment in your life already. That's who you are. Blessed are you who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are you who walk in His ways. And then at the same time, it also means you will continue to be blessed. Your journey will be straight and progressive as you walk in the law of the Lord. What does that mean? Ito alam nyo to. If you've walked with God for quite some time, let's say 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, some of you here have been walking with God that long, you know how different your life is compared to when you began. You know how different your mental health is. You know how different your sense of assurance is. You know how different your maturity is. You know that God has already undone many of the wrong things we've done in the past. God has already undone it and began to walk you progressively in life. You've seen so much progress in the straight and direct way. That path has been because of your obedience to the Word of God and you understand how blessed your life has become even more because of the way you've walked with God through the decades. You know that, right? God has blessed your relationships. Biglang naging maayos kayo mag-asawa. 
Better na yung relationship mo with kids. And then you look at your financial life and you realize, Lord, you've blessed me. Who I was 10 years ago, so different from now. And then your sense of security, your sense of significance, your sense of health, your well-being, your wholeness, your completeness, all of that, they have grown progressively as you walked that straight walk. Because blessed are you already, therefore you can walk in the law of the Lord, and blessed are you even more as you continue to walk in His ways. The psalmist describes several things that we do with the Word of God. Now, if you remember earlier this year, we had that series, Abide. Remember, abide. We talked about the Word of God, what the Word of God is. The Word of God is a hammer. The Word of God is wind. The Word of God is breath of life. The Word of God, and so on. All We studied about the Word of God, about what the Word of God is. This series, Walk the Talk, is about what to do with the Word of God. What do you do with the Word of God? And the general direction is, let us walk the Word of God. Let us walk in the Word of God. Let us live our lives around the Word of God, by the Word of God. And we'll discover several things. We're going to talk about in the next weeks about how to store the Word in your heart, how to meditate in the Word, how to be reminded of the Word, how to choose the Word each time, and eventually how to pray the Word and praise God with the Word, and so on. So these are the things we do with the Word of God, and our beginning point is how to walk in the Word. And the psalmist describes it in this way. The psalmist describes this in this way. Sabi niya, Blessed are they who walk in the law of the Lord. Are those whose way is blameless. So that's now the challenge. That your way in, as you walk with God, that your way should be blameless. And that's a progressive thing. Pag tinignan nyo, no? Yeah, it's a progressive thing. You look at that. My way is blameless. Sorry. I walk in the law of the Lord. I keep His testimonies. I seek Him with my whole heart. I do no wrong and I walk in His ways. Kaka-pressure? Grabe. <laughs> Do you feel that? Do you feel that? Do no wrong? Oh man, really? Can that be done? I'm telling you now. The life of Christ in you, of course it can be done. That is what Christ died for. This is exactly what Christ died for. So that you, who are already blessed, may continue to walk in the blessing of God as you walk the straight way, as you, your ways blameless, as you walk in the law of the Lord, as you keep. The idea of keeping is to observe, to observe His testimonies, to seek Him with your whole heart. Now, I love that part, seek Him with your whole heart, because that tells you the whole attitude behind this. Oh, so that's why I can walk, because I've already sought. So at this moment, at this moment, I want to bring back the question to you. The walking, the keeping, the doing no wrong, the walking in His ways, the way that is blameless, all of that come from the idea of seeking God with your whole heart. How is your heart? in relation to seeking God. Some of you are thinking, ah, nahirapan kasi ako dun sa idea, what does seeking God mean? Oh, let's begin with something concrete. How about seeking, seeking God by using the Word? Seeking God with your whole heart by turning your heart towards the Word. That's a good place to begin. You know why? All, and I say this, I say this as something very blanket. All of your issues in life, could be solved by the Word of God. All, without exception, of your issues in life could be solved with the Word of God. Do you have a money problem? You don't really have a money problem. You have a word problem. You know what? Word problem. Parang mathematics, no? No, you have a word problem. You know why? Because 
Because do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to obey everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. If you're looking for prosperity and success, prosperity and success does not come by pursuing prosperity and success. Prosperity and success are added to you as you meditate on the word. You, you do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. You live it out completely and then prosperity and success will follow you all the days of your life. Does that make sense? You have a word problem. If you, have, if you feel like, Lord, I have a faith problem. Lord, I, I can't really believe in you much. My faith is too small. No, 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 no. You have a word problem. You know why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you go back to the word of God, then your faith gets energized. Your faith gets stirred up. And then now you have faith because you went back to the word. Every single time in our lives, I pray that the word may become so central to who we are, to what we do, to how we build our lives, to how we walk, such that when that happens, you'll see the fruit of the word in your own life. Blessed are you as you walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are you as you walk in his ways. Blessed are they who walk in the law of the Lord. That's the first thought coming from this passage. The second one is because God has commanded his precepts to be kept diligently. Why will you be blessed? Because it is God's desire that you walk in his commands and you keep it diligently. So as a reward, part of the reward of walking with God and his commands diligently is the blessing that comes from him. Why are you blessed? Because God has commanded his precepts or why will you be blessed as you continue to walk in the law of the Lord? Because God has commanded his precepts to be kept diligently. We go to verses 4 to 5 once again. You've commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. So the idea that God has commanded us so God has commanded his precepts to be kept diligently. And then the response of the psalmist is, oh, that my ways may be steadfast. Do you feel that? Do you feel the sense of desperation? And I, I think that's a good place to begin with in relation to the word. Lord, you've commanded it. Oh no, God. Oh no. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast. God, help me. Help me. In fact, towards the end, that's going to be our prayer. And that's the prayer of every single one of us, no exception. All of us will be saying, God, oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. And then it says there, what to do with the word? We're supposed to keep it diligently. We're supposed to keep his statutes. And our eyes are supposed to be fixed on all his commandments. Now think about that for a moment. The idea of fixing your eyes on all his commandments, that means, ah, so reading talaga to the word. Oh, listening talaga to, to the word. I need my life, my eyes to be fixed in order that my way, I can keep the word diligently. That, that, that word diligent means exceeding abundant. Exceeding and abundant. And I, I like this definition. Muchness. <laughs> so, to be diligent in keeping the word is to keep it with muchness. Yung muchness. Yung, yung much, you keep the word much. <laughs> yung, yung you put in so much when you keep the word, you know, there's a lot of muchness and you keep the word. It's almost like your whole being is being poured into it. You keep the word with muchness, with exceeding muchness. I mean, whoa, no ko yung definition. Lord, okay yun na. 
Muchness. Yeah, yeah. Alalahan niyan na. Keep the word with muchness. Okay? You keep it diligently. Keep his statutes. Then I love the effect in our lives. Then I shall not be put to shame. Then I shall not be put to shame. Now, I need you to hear this. There are many areas in our lives that we're ashamed of. Probably several, not many. Maybe several areas in our lives that we might be ashamed of. You know immediately that it's wrong because it carries with it some shame. In fact, many people would try to justify what they do, even though it's opposite what the Word of God says. But inwardly, they immediately know that it's wrong. However much they justify it before people, because inwardly they feel a certain measure of shame. Do you feel that too? That's what we feel when we're not able to align our lives with the Word of God. It's the opposite of being blessed. And the way out of that is keeping the Word with muchness. <laughs> with muchness. With, whoa, Lord, I shall not be put to shame. Some of us, we've been struggling with that for, you know, other words we use would be guilt, condemnation in relation to the Word of God. I pray today you may be set free. You might be delivered because when it comes to the Word, when it comes to the Word, instead of feeling shame, instead cry out to God and say, oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your Word. Instead of the shame, instead of the shame, receive the blessedness of walking in the law of the Lord. Receive God's forgiveness. And instead of the shame, have a desire, Lord, oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Why are we blessed as we walk in the law of the Lord? Because God has commanded His precepts to be kept diligently. And finally, in verses 7 to 8, this is what it says. This is what it talks about. Our response is, Therefore, I will learn and keep your statutes. Therefore, I will learn and keep your statutes. Verses 7 to 8 says, I'll praise you with an upright heart. When I learn your righteous rules, I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. I, I, love, I love it in the New Living Translation, in the NLT. It says there, As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey your decrees. Please don't give up on me. Habang daw natututunan natin ang word ni Lord. Now, we're talking about the word of God. And something in you has been stirred up to be able to desire the word, to want the word of God, to want more of the word, to learn the word, to be able to walk in the word. You know, there's a prayer that's bubbling up within you that says, oh, that my ways, there's a desire, oh, that my ways may be steadfast. And then the result, the result will be, we'll begin to thank God by living as we should. Because as we learn God's righteous rules and we, re, re, and we encounter the mercy of God, we encounter the grace of God, we encounter the forgiveness of God in Scripture and we're able to receive it, we will thank God by living as we should. And then it says there, I will obey your decrees. The psalmist uh, speaks his desire. Ito na dulo. He says, this is me, Lord. I, I know your way is blessed. I know, I know you've already blessed me. And I know, Lord, I'll be continually blessed as I walk in your ways. Oh God, as I obey your decrees, Lord, this is my desire. I will obey your decrees. And then his prayer, please don't give up on me. Oh, please don't give up on me. Please don't give up. I will thank you by living as I should. Please don't give up on me. To summarize uh, what we talked about, these are the three themes coming from that passage, those eight verses. The first one is that blessed are you as you walk in the law of the Lord because God has commanded, God has, God has commanded, God has commanded His precepts 
to be kept diligently. And hopefully, the result in your heart would be, Lord, I want to learn and keep your statutes. And I want to thank you by living as I should. Let me conclude that by saying, you are blessed. Therefore, you can walk the talk. And you are blessed as you continue to walk the talk. The Word of God is both the standard and the empowerment of being able to live that kind of life. I hope you begin to encounter the mercy of Christ, the work of Christ in your life as you see even more of the Word of the Lord. Like to invite this has been the Victory Santa Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.